Welcome to Negotiating Happiness, the show that helps you find happiness, success, and balance in your work and life. I'm Adriana Fierstra, your host for this journey into entrepreneurship and personal growth. We're broadcasting live on 107.7 and 105.3 FM in New Orleans as part of the United Public Radio Network. We explore the latest strategies, insights, and stories from successful entrepreneurs and experts. From managing stress to building a thriving business, we've got you covered. Good afternoon, everybody. It is January 22nd, 2024, and I'm Adriana, your host of Negotiating Happiness. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, We are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network at 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. And if you want to sit back and watch some TV, a lot of our shows are on Roku TV as well. Just look for UFO Paranormal Channel. Uh, Today, I am here with my friend, colleague, entrepreneur, overall amazing person, Kate Ross. Um, We will be tuning into... Um, you know, her business. Um, We will be talking about logos and branding and branding strategy. I know this is such a big, uh, big topic right now um, with with all the different trends that are happening. So I can't wait to dive in. So grab your coffee, grab your lunch and uh, let's uh, let's hear let's hear from Kate. I just want to say hello before we do a a bio here. Hello, Kate. Hi, Adriana. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much for coming. I feel like you have so much to share with the world and we're, we can learn from you so much, right? So thank you. <laughs> so um, so who is Kate? She is a graphic and web designer, provisional RGD at Sunrise Creative. Um, and like I mentioned before, we'll cover branding and logo misconceptions for a website. And Kate will be clarifying the distinctions between logos, branding and brand strategy. This, the conversation will delve into the appeal of travel, the freelance lifestyle, motivations for entrepreneurship, and escaping the nine to five routine. Because, I mean, who doesn't want to escape the nine to five routine, right? <laughs> um, Kate will also share insights into the intersection of entrepreneurship and mental health, making for a dynamic discussion on a range of engaging topics. So, who is Kate? Kate Ross, a seasoned graphic and web designer with over 10 years of experience, holds an advanced diploma in graphic design from Mohawk College and a digital media skills certificate from OCAD University in Toronto. And for all of our American friends or European friends, that is in Canada. As the founder of Sunrise Creative, her own design studio for the past eight years, Kate specializes in enhancing the branding and marketing efforts of small businesses across platforms. With a client portfolio that includes World Youth Alliance, Keller Williams Realty, Mohawk College, and much more, Kate's expertise extends to local and international institutions alike. As a registered graphic designer or a provisional RGD, she remains at the forefront of design practices, consumer trends, and advanced technologies, ensuring her clients receive cutting-edge solutions. And Kate is also a member of the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce, Fempreneurs Networking Group, and Women Connecting Women. And she's volunteered in many organizations within the city and is an active member of the community. And that is in um, Hamilton, Ontario, in Canada. So, I mean, already this is so impressive, Kate. I can't wait to see what else you're going to blow our minds with here. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Kate, for- no, no problem. I just, how about we start with the story of how you created uh, Sunrise Creative? I love hearing how the entrepreneurship spark started. 
Yeah, totally. Uh, it's a great question. Honestly, it's, it's, a, it's a continuous journey. <laughs> um, I guess at some level, even as a kid, I knew I wanted to run my own business. I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family. Both of my parents run their businesses. My uncle run multiple businesses. My cousins do that too. Um, I just didn't know what and where and how. Like I had a previous background. I studied political science for a while. That gives me great analytical skills now, but had nothing to do with graphic design in the beginning. And eventually when I moved to Canada, I discovered that I want to pursue graphic design and web design. And that will be a great freelance career for me, which will actually ultimately help me launch my own business. It's, so, it's yeah. funny. It's funny how you, how I have a very similar story. It's funny how people start off in a subject and then end up in a completely different subject. Right. But then they seem to kind of help. Right. And they seem to kind of make it work for you. It's interesting how entrepreneurship can be, you know, from anywhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, when you said you mentioned that you when you came to Canada, when was that, Kate? Oh, that's a good question. Um, 12 years ago, 12 and a half now. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. And where, do you, where did you come yeah, from? I'm originally Polish. So Europe. From Poland. Ah, love it. I love it. Actually, I just booked my um, my trip back to back to Europe and Poland was on the list, but I didn't have enough time. So you got to tell me we got to connect after and you got to tell me all the good spots to go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm from Krakow, yeah. so you definitely need to go there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, um, when was the last time you went back? Uh, last year, actually. Finally, I went after pandemic. So, yeah, last year in April, I, I went for a visit and uh, see my family and traveled to Portugal as well, which was my huge bucket list. And I'm so happy we can travel again freely. So yeah. I know. And honestly, Portugal, such a beautiful country, too. I loved Portugal, even though I only saw a small fraction of it. Where did you go in Portugal? It's very small, just Lisbon and around uh, Fatima and all that. But I, I definitely need to go back and see more. Yeah. Did you find that um, the, the the setup of Lisbon was weird? I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what I mean. Like, I, I felt like I was in medieval, like, really old part. Then all of a sudden we were in like a residential very typical like european part and all of a sudden it looked like toronto i don't know if you found that it just i feel like lisbon had like everything there yeah it has a great mix of different cultures too it's that was different for me from having traveled europe my entire childhood that was very different to actually experience so that was that was yeah. really good to see but yeah there is a good clash between modern and old and yeah I really yeah. Enjoyed it. yeah that's amazing so um, tell us a bit about, uh, from the entrepreneur side, what do you do to plan for the year? So now that we're still in January, I feel like everybody's still kind of in the planning stages. So as somebody who has a web graphic design business, how do you approach that? Tell us, give us some juicy secrets here. <laughs> juicy secret. Well, one of the, one of the biggest secrets, hire a good business coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, <laughs> that Please makes do. sense to me. <laughs> Entrepreneurship is just like, it's similar to like being an athlete, right? It, you have to plan for growth. You have to plan for stamina. You have to plan for long-term, which is really hard when we're so busy all the time, so busy and day in, day out. Um, 
it gets challenging. So having that person to support you and see the bigger picture and objectively see the bigger picture too is really helpful. So yeah, usually every December I try and take a week off in between the holidays. And that is my time to think, to relax, to unplug, to not work on client work and prepare for the next year, set some goals. Uh, of course, financial goals are a big part of that, but also holistic life goals in general. Um, you know, for health, for attitude, for play, for work, for relationships, all of that. And all has to align. Um, it's a very much of a lifestyle, not a job. So I think it's important to look at all the areas of life to actually be um, successfully growing the business or just maintaining the business. There's seasons for both, right? I'm glad that you mentioned that because a lot of us, when we talk about planning, we only think about business. But um, I made that mistake last year. And it's not that I didn't know it. It just, it was an oversight. What happened was I didn't take any time off in December and it was actually super stressful and I was really close to burnout because I didn't I didn't take into account the other parts of my life that kind of go into it. So I'm really glad that you, you you're saying that. Confirm it for me, you know? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And and just as just like you, I found it out the hard way too. I went through burnout at least two or three times, either in previous employment or in business already. And I don't want to repeat that cycle anymore. So um yeah, it's, it's very important for me to actually take care of me first now, because at the end of the day, it's my business. So if I can't do it, then who is? There's no business, right? So, of course, right. unless you have big agencies, big employees, big everything, then yes, maybe somebody can pick up the slack. But in small businesses, it's usually not a reality. So it's important. Right. Really. Right. Yeah. And what do you, how do you go about that? Do you just kind of work with your calendar do you plug everything in first or how do you how do you decide what's what's appropriate for you uh very much by the feeling and intuition to be honest very feminine way <laughs> i try and figure out what worked last year so i always look in the past what worked last year work what worked previous years and then what didn't work uh yeah. just you know by going by the part of rule right 80 20 uh, just pick out the 20% that worked and keep repeating it. Um, yeah. And then if you want to add on another thing or two or three to test, right? Don't add on a hundred new things. You just won't have time to do it all. Right. Um, yeah. So last year, for example, my goals were actually not very business oriented. I was still going, I was still recovering from burnout. So I actually, health was most important. Attitude was most important to me play and creativity was very important to me because I'm a graphic designer. So if I don't have the creative juices flowing, I actually can't do my work. So I need to refuel that, right? And work was fourth. <laughs> right. that's like, different for me because it was always first, 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 right? And then and then my health wasn't that great. So I did it the, the other way around. I did it the upside down last year. And this year in December, I have realized I only plan to do that for six years last year, mind you. I can tell you, right. this year I plan to do it exactly the same year. So two years, I will be prioritizing me, myself, and I first. <laughs> which which is great because, you know, that kind of feeds into the whole escaping the nine to five. Absolutely. You've escaped that in theory, but when you have your own business, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you work 24-7, you know? Right. So there has to be that balance. And I know that people sometimes get turned off from entrepreneurship because of that. 
But I think there are so many more benefits that I, I just preach on here all the time about that's fine. You work 24-7 for a bit. You know, you build it, you grow it, and then you'll be able to reap the rewards and other things. What are some of the things that entrepreneurship brought into your life that you didn't think about that are positive? We'll talk about the negatives too, but what what's something that made you think, oh, I didn't even think about this. This is awesome, you know? I would say amazing friendships, actually. That's because a good one. Yeah, and it, I totally didn't expect this because you think business, you think competitive, you think, oh, everybody for you know themselves, how are you going to get a, get ahead and all that? And actually, that is totally not true. Um, there's a lot of givers there. There's a lot of people that genuinely want to help. There's a lot of people that done business longer than you and they want to give back. I've met amazing mentors. I've met amazing friends through my network. Overall. Yeah. And because it's a different mindset and it is a different lifestyle, I have never really experienced that in corporate world. Well, I what right. I find right. So, yeah, that's not something I was planning for or even considered. And all of a sudden, it turns out there are people there that get you, and they want to genuinely help you or just be friends and hang out or be your sounding board. That's that's been the yeah. biggest discovery for me. I think, yeah. And it's funny because to some people, it sounds like such a snowflake thing to say. And I'm totally on that snowflake side because if you don't understand what that means as a business owner, it means you don't really understand how businesses are run, right? So having those people in your life that you can rely on makes a huge, huge difference. Like I love my family and I love my friends and they support me in whichever way they can. But it's not the same as me being like, hey, Kate, what the heck do I do with this client? <laughs> I mean, have you ever encountered this? Or I had somebody who was asking me about something that needed to be coded. You know, like my friends and family are not going to understand or not. They're not going to understand the audacity I'm trying to, to convey here and just vent and just kind of get through things. Right. So it's so important to have people that are going through the same thing as you. It's the whole thing of belonging. Right. But they don't at the beginning, it's kind of lonely. Right. Because until you make connections, you figure out that not everybody is as friendly and open. Right. Absolutely. Not everybody yeah. is in the business of helping each other out a lot. There's a lot of gatekeeping that goes on in entrepreneurship. And that's fair if you think that, you know, um, your competition is everybody in reality yeah. your competition should be yourself because i think there's enough to go around for everybody it's how do you make your services better how Absolutely. can you you know yeah like surpass your goals yourself rather than putting that out there so it's so important to have that sounding board like you said right to have that that support system it's yeah. it's amazing so with that being said with that being said, tell us about your specific um, um, industry and, and teach us about uh, what are some of the things that you encounter? Like, obviously, we said we were going to define the, you know, a logo, a brand, a brand strategy and all of that. I, I'm guessing that a lot of people come to you and they don't know what, in theory, what they're doing. So that's why they're coming to you, the professional, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, absolutely. There's a lot of education that's needed for the industry still. Um, there's big agencies, there's small design studios, there's the freelancers, there's, there's just, everybody can be a graphic designer, right? There's no barrier to entry. 
pretty much uh, you don't have to be certified you don't have to even finish college these days to freelance right so right there is a lot of that grayness kind of the part of the industry and some of it hurts with the reputation for everybody some of it helps with other things it really it really depends but yeah um we'll just logo i specialize in logo and branding strategy branding development for small businesses it's kind of like everybody knows they need a logo or everybody wants a logo but they don't necessarily know why and i i like to be a little bit controversial and actually say that you don't need a logo to start your business (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually going more more and more against the current of saying uh you shouldn't even have a logo because by the time you i love it right and it's and it's making i will get a lot of yes and no before this uh, later on but it's by the time you figure out what you want to do in your business and what your business actually is, you know, three to five years will go by. And that's why I like to be a rebranding strategist because that is the time that you know what you had either didn't work or that you understand that you need to invest for the future for your branding and marketing materials. As a startup, sure, you will have a cute icon and, you know, maybe you'll be made on Canva these days or you buy it on Fiverr and you call it a logo. Eh, I didn't have a logo for Sunrise Creative for the first three years. I wasn't even Sunrise Creative for the first three years. So I've been running this for 11 years now, and I just say eight, right? It was K-Rose Designs, and that's how everybody starts. Start somewhere, but that didn't stop me. Just just go and start doing business without a website, without a logo, without whatever thing in your mind that you need as a barrier to entry, and just, just do it and see what happens. Yeah, I think people don't realize the amount of growth that happens in your first couple of years of business really yeah. in really fast. And I think I kind of agree with you. Do you need a logo? Probably not. But it is a very controversial thing to say because that's usually the <laughs> yeah. first thing that people get really excited for, especially yeah. visual people like me. Right. So it's kind of like, OK, where do I get started? And people usually start with the logo. But now thinking back i made this i just had a webinar with um one of the co-founders from motion.io it's like a crm platform really great when we were talking about this growth chart that i had made and it's it it's nothing like super crazy they're not my ideas they're just what i've noticed that i've made so that i can um help understand where the client is sitting to see what they need but it's the build grow and scale model Except there's other things in there that I've noticed in the digital, you know, industries, the service industries that tend to happen. So I use that kind of as a guiding point. And it's funny when you were talking about, you know, just start working, just Mm -hmm. build your business that way. Don't don't have these hang ups on logos and names and whatever. Just provide a good service and continue improving on your good service. That's literally the entire building stage. And a lot of people skip that stage or what they do is they build A through C and then forget the rest of the alphabet because they're experiencing such massive growth in clients that they can't keep up. And it was kind of the same idea. Do you work on your business or in your business? Right. And they forget to work on their business for later or they get hung up on. I have a logo. Great. But you don't have a website. 
where are you directing people? Where are people seeing your logo? Just social media? Maybe that works for certain businesses, but it doesn't work for all businesses, right? So it's funny that you say that because in a way that is true because by the time you get to like the end of your growth stage, so you're like in your second stage, you're right. You need a rebrand because by then you would have refined your services. You would have figured out who your ideal clients were and you would have figured out what you like and what you don't like. And if you are successful, you're able to start saying no to people, right? Yes. So you have to rebrand. At some point in that second stage, yeah. you literally have to rebrand. I totally agree. Totally yeah, agree with that. That's exactly where the branding strategy component comes in, right? Like, okay, you needed that first logo or the first name to make yourself feel more confident. And I get that, 100%. But like you just said, you didn't position it to anybody, no target audience, no persona, no ideal client, no dream client, nothing. So you, you are attracting a lot of business that you don't want to have eventually, but you're also leaving on the table clients that you really want to. And that noise that's happening with the people that you don't want prevents you from scaling back up even more. So can you actually afford not to have proper branding and branding strategy and website? So, yeah, there's a lot to be said about it. There's a lot to be uh, telling, educating, and showing the value of branding. And it's you know, it's not like digital ads or, or Facebook ads. You can click and you see what works and it doesn't, and you have a conversion right away. It's a little bit more soft return on investment, but it's definitely very important. I also have a very, I don't know if it's a strange opinion or not, because I haven't talked to a lot of people that run those ads, that strictly run those ads, but I... I will say to clients, don't bother until you've tested out your organic reach. Because if your organic reach isn't getting anybody, even if it's at lower numbers, why are you throwing money away? Because what happens is you're paying for the clicks. And then once they get to your website and it's not working for you, they just leave. So you're literally just paying for people to click and there's no conversion there. There's no opportunity for a conversion, right? Yeah, yeah, without proper brand positioning. And like you said, um, we have maybe six, seven seconds to attract somebody on the website or with logo and colors and brand. Like that's it for attention span online right now. So if you didn't grab it then, you didn't speak to those that need to speak, yeah. they just, they it's, just, left and they went somewhere else. And did you say 87 seconds? That's about six seconds, six, seven oh, seconds. Six seconds. Oh, my God. I thought it was 30 seconds. Now it's even lower. I'm having like an internal panic attack thinking about it. <laughs> I need to regret Yeah, it's, it's very low. Like, yeah, bouncing rates or websites are shrinking even lower. My six seconds is probably I need to update, do new research. Maybe it's already less, right? It changes all Don't the time. Don't say that. Don't say that. That's yeah. terrible. Maybe Absolutely. that's why there's a lot of people that are trying to shift saying that they don't need websites. And I respectfully still disagree because without a website, I feel like you're solely relying on all of these algorithms for social media to kind of do their thing. And if you're not somebody who is tech inclined in that way. I mean, I kind of understand them. I do research and understand them, but I don't know how they're built, but I always have a home base. I always have somewhere to send people to. I always have an opportunity to collect information through it. I have an opportunity to display myself in the way that I want to display myself. It's not, it, I feel like a lot of people with their businesses are solely relying on social media. And I like, 
I panic. Well, like, I, yeah, I panic. I'm like, what happens to these platforms? Remember when Vine was a thing and then all of a sudden Vine was gone? Well, that, right? that's exactly it. With your website, you, well, hopefully if you purchase your own hosting and domain and you're controlling everything, you're, you're, you own it. That is yeah. not going to disappear. Well, how much hacking did we have in the last couple of years on social media? And I had so many clients lose Instagram accounts of, thousands and thousands of followers and it's and it's gone it's over definitely not a good strategy you need to have a website you need to have your email marketing list you need to have all that your, your website is your 24 7 brochure and it's fairly cheap exactly. to have as a twin as a brochure that's there all the yeah. time and people check it people if your website doesn't look well so in other words, if you don't care to take care of your own business, why would I trust you to take care of my business? That is the mindset. That is how, how it goes. So Right. Yeah, right. Definitely. Especially for especially for people like us that help people show up online. Yeah. It's 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 really important to at least have um to have that forward presence, right? And it's funny because until this year I also invested in in learning right about my business until this year I also kind of put things on the back burner this year I mean last year wow I'm still in 2023 uh I kind of put things on the back burner and I wasn't updating as much as I wanted to and I wasn't and as soon as I made those changes my business grew my client yeah. list grew my sales grew and it's and I get it at the beginning people kind of still have that paycheck to paycheck mentality but at some point you have to start getting help from somebody to help you manage that money and to a lot resources for your development or else you're never going to get out of that cycle right yeah, you're technically back in your nine to five right so absolutely. yeah it's yeah. Uh, and, I, and you know what i need you know i need to follow my own advice it's the same issue right i my website is not fully done it needs to be redeveloped you need to it's the last thing I want to do is do my own website after hours, right? Of course, it's it's always the shoemaker problem. I know, uh, same, at the end yeah. Of the day, yeah, but at the end of the day, yes, you, you need to invest in yourself. And that's that's what, what has been, I think, my biggest learning curve in the last couple of years is to understand how important it is to invest in me and invest in my business. And that is seriously changing my mindset around the whole business and business growth and working more on the business not in the business like you're saying otherwise it's just another nine to five and it's not stable right no and i don't know about you but i want to be doing this until i retire so it's yeah. not it's definitely not sustainable if i don't feel like i'm i'm getting what i need out of it right so I mean, there's always going to be perks. I can always make my own schedule, but that only goes so far if I'm not experiencing the growth that I want to experience in a way that is sustainable, where I'm not always on the clock 24-7 or I'm not, you know. Yeah, so it totally makes sense. Totally. Yeah, to be able to. I find that the faster I learn to delegate and the more I learn to let delegate and let go of control, the better my business is growing. That's hard. Because, like you said, it's, it's money. It's being, you oh, know, yeah. like, of course. But it's it seems to be working. So, yeah, that's a lot of advice that I get as that well. Is, that's great to hear, right? It's great to hear that 
when we finally put in practice what we've learned or where we preach or whatever it is that it's effective. So I'm just going to take a quick second here for anybody that's just tuning in. You are listening to Negotiating Happiness and we are live on 107.7 and 105.3 FM on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network in the beautiful New Orleans. And we are also on Roku TV, if you want to check out some of our other shows on the network. And I am here with Kate Ross from Sunrise Creative, and we're talking about anything from entrepreneurship, mental health, and brand strategy and websites. So if you are looking to um, start your own business, or if you are uh, an entrepreneur, stay tuned. We have got a lot of golden nuggets here to uncover. Um, we were just talking about how websites are absolutely still very important and how maybe social media um, is not as stable as we think it is. Now, what are some of the things that you consistently see people doing that are DIYing their websites that you just want them to stop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I know, right? Just give me like a succinct, succinct oh, list, God. please. <laughs> yes, websites are so hard. Um, blurry images. That is yep. just killing me. That is just killing bad me. Bad quality. Uh, yeah. Bad quality images. Um, not optimized websites for mobile at all whatsoever. Uh, over 50% of traffic is on mobile now, even 60 sometimes. So it really is even now with desktops. Um, and no call to action. That is just all the time. No call to action. So I land on your page. And I don't know what to do and I don't know where to go. So I exit. That's it. Yeah. Six seconds over. Game I over. see that actually all the time. <laughs> I see that all the time too. I had a, I give this example. Sometimes I had a discovery call where the website, you could tell it was professionally done. However, and we should probably expand on this topic because it's one of my, my in topics about the requirement of not only should you have a good website, you need to have somebody that knows what they're doing in terms of copywriting and copy because the copy matters right so they had a wonderful looking website it was optimized it was quick it had great images however just looking at the front page and reading a couple of things so that's way more than the six seconds that you're telling me that i would normally look at it i had no idea what they did and this was a discovery call and I was trying to be very helpful to them. Like I wasn't getting paid to do this. I just said, hey, I went on your website. I still have no idea what you do. Please don't take this the wrong way, but that needs to be fixed ASAP because that's why your roster of clients is sitting at zero, right? Like this is, it's it's just common sense. She got really, she got really upset. Like she was not ready to hear that because I'm mm -hmm. assuming there was a significant investment in there, right? But it's yeah. my job. It's that my is. job to point that out, right? Yeah, that is what I see as well. And, and overall, most of the time, it's not too bad. But yes, I've seen examples of, I've been here for five minutes now, and I have no idea. Like when I audit websites, right? Because I do audit websites as well. And I'm like, and, and menus are disjointed, and navigations are all over the place, and there's some e-commerce, but not sure what you're selling because it's not what your services are like all over the place and then yes i, I totally agree with you there it's yeah. like okay i just spent five minutes and 
yeah, I have no idea what we're doing here. So <laughs> I, I had somebody else as well that I worked with previously. Wonderful. Again, these are all very wonderful, smart people with great business ideas. I There's nothing wrong with that. It's just as a business owner, you have to tap into so many categories of things that you need to handle. It's not normal for you to be able to handle those on your own. That's why you go reach out to the right professionals. But again, I... I had to stop and as she was talking and she was, she was telling me that she sells stuff. I was like, wait, you sell stuff? Where? As I'm like frantically looking through her website, she's like, I didn't even think about that. And she took it really well. Like she, she was ready. She was at that point where we call problem aware and solution aware, right? Whereas some people are just problem aware or not aware at all. They're just like, they're going in blind, right? So I do try to be gentle about it, but... <laughs> You know, well, it, it just straight to the point, it's like, oh, I didn't even know you sell something. You need to put something on the homepage. You need to have links. You need to have outgoing. You need to have inbound links. You need to, you know, you need to do the whole yeah. thing, the whole whole exact thing. And then we can work on your back end, how that feeds into your back end. And it's funny because I I talk to a lot of uh, people like yourself that specialize in, in, you know, in very specific things. I like that I have to be able to touch on all of those things to be able to make operations work, right? Yes. So I know like a little bit of everything, but having access to um, to people like yourself is is huge. So if you are a business owner, start networking. I don't care where, I don't care how. If you want to start with Facebook groups, do it. It's a little more time consuming, but start somewhere. Because knowing people like Kate and all of, uh, you know, I have so many great guests, like everybody that comes on uh, is so specialized in what they do. It's amazing how much you can learn and you can help each other out too, right? It's, it's, it's wild to me that um, people don't stay away, you know, <laughs> they just stay yeah. away. Yeah. So I, I did take a quick look on your website and you have a freebie up. What's the freebie so that everybody, I'm going to paste the link in. I just want everybody to have access to it. Yeah. We just actually developed it by, we've worked on it for a little while last year. It, it was, it was one of our biggest goals for the end of the year to actually start the year with, with something that we can give back, you know, because just with that gratitude mindset and, and givers gain too. I've always done free website audits and free branding audits and all that, but I feel like we haven't been utilizing it nearly as much and people don't know. So I thought, okay, what if we make a booklet and we just make it available? So it is actually, a, is your website ready for a makeover checklist? But actually it is also good for branding. There are, there are both components of it. Um, so it, it gets you through all the six steps of what we do and, and how we do it and what you need to think about when you're rebranding or repositioning or redeveloping your website. And hopefully that helps some people um, to do it themselves in a better way. If they still you know, need to do it themselves, can hire professionals, then hopefully that helps many, many more small businesses than we have a chance to talk to even because it's only so many hours in a day, right? <laughs> So, yeah. you're preaching to the choir <laughs> uh, totally uh let me see here i'm just gonna share it so to anybody that's listening um i am sharing i'm just about to put it up here it is kate's website and when you go to sunrisecreative.ca you can click on learn i believe and this is what you see you'll get just put in your um email and your name 
and you can download this booklet and you can kind of, you know, have a read, see how much you understand. And um, if you can do some things on your own, great. And if not, Kate is here to to help you guys. Um, it's right yeah, there to get the yeah, checklist. Right. Yeah. In the booklet, you can uh, a free uh, audit with me anyway. So there's no money grab here. There's nothing like that going on. Um, there you go. So it gives you specific call to action here in the booklet too, and action steps and, and facts and tips and how to do it. So yeah, it's I, I'm hoping this is something that people need and, and that we can help more people that way. Yeah, totally. Um, and for anybody that's listening again, you can go to sunrisecreative.ca uh, and then you can go, oh, there we go. I put dot com, yeah, didn't I? Sunrisecreative.ca. <laughs> no, no panic. It's here. Sunrisecreative.ca. And then you click on learn and that's where you will go. I have the longer link here. I'm just pasting it in the comments for anybody that just wants to click on it. Um, it's going to a few of our platforms here, but yeah, um, check out Kate on her website and her services. Is there any, are there any upcoming projects that you're doing or any of the services that you would like to highlight? Well, mostly the free branding and website audits. I really want to give back more to the community this year. And I, I believe we're scheduled right now to do five, uh, of these audits a month. So helping five businesses pretty much for free. Uh, to do that and help them out as much as we can during those half an hour free consultations. So five times 12, right? If we do 50, if we do 60 this year, that's that's a lot of businesses. They'll get some guidance. Um, that's amazing. Go right now for this year. Um, besides that, it's business as usual, websites, branding, um, rebranding, lots of exciting stuff coming up right now. So very, very excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's amazing that's amazing yeah and you can also connect with kate on instagram if you wanted to get some of the links or to see what she's up to so that is at sunrise creative ca um on instagram but yeah that's that's amazing um what's let's talk a little bit about so one you want to give back to the community which is amazing you we know that you've volunteered um before with the Hamilton community, but obviously this, I'm assuming this isn't just for local. It's anybody that wants to, uh, to touch base with you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And let's talk a bit about, let's touch on the whole mental health aspect because community is like really big part of it. Right. So I, I'm a full believer of, you know, yeah, it takes a village, but that village doesn't go away once you're an adult, or at least it shouldn't. You just need to nurture your village. So, and that, that definitely helps. I was reading about this statistic about how women tend to live longer than men. And I have a son, so I have the really special task to try and raise him to understand more than what previous generations have understood, right? Like that's just the role of a parent. And I really want to make him understand about you need support systems. You need to rely on your friends the way that, you know, not the way that society or whatever masculinity or whatever tells you right to do. So let's touch a bit on mental health. What, what kind of insights do you have on that as an, as a busy entrepreneur? Well, take care of it daily. 
<laughs> take yeah. care of it. Honestly, that's, that's, that's where you start. Um, I don't remember exact statistics, but um, entrepreneurs are much more prone to having anxiety and depression. I, I think it's all worse. It was some kind of a crazy number when I was researching. It's like 40% more likely to have it than yeah. a person that's full-time employed, maybe, right? Women yeah. also more prone to sound like, oh, this is going great, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> we're doomed here but, maybe this uh, is one of those things that you didn't know that you got from entrepreneurship that's, a, that's, that's not a positive right <laughs> there's a sprinkle of depression and anxiety for you sprinkle for you <laughs> absolutely um, but you know what I really believe we need to talk about it more and that's why every interview I have every opportunity I have like this let's talk about mental health let's talk about the challenges let's talk about daily lives and how it looks like because you know you you read my bio and it's beautiful right how about we start writing the bios that no that we don't want people to see how about we start talking about daily struggles how about we start talking about the fact that sometimes no i do not want to show up at 10 in the morning to my office let alone nine or eight yeah. why we talk about yeah. it because social media there is the success there is the uh, great photos that I have from my fantastic branding photographer, Brian, right? What, right. How about we cut through? Cut through. But that's that's exactly <laughs> what I want to do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what I want to do with this platform, too. It's. I yeah. know I talk about all the really great things, but there are, this is hard. This is just hard. Yeah. I don't know this who you... Day. And like you don't said... stumble into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, we are lonely as entrepreneurs to begin with. I don't have a team to talk to on a daily basis, at least not right now. Yes, I have some freelancers, but it's me and myself and I in my own head overthinking 24 7. And a lot of solopreneurs yep. are like that. Yep. <laughs> right. And it yep. just keeps yep. spinning. How about we talk about it? And yes, it is hard. It's hard every day. And no, I don't know, you know, how much money I make in two months. Yeah. Three months. Some people yeah. don't know how it is in two weeks when you're starting up. How am I going to pay for rent? There's no better motivation to sell than when you don't know how you pay for rent. Or right, mortgage. yeah. And I mean, yeah, like my mortgage doesn't care that what I don't make the same amount of money every month, right? Like my mortgage doesn't care. My bank doesn't care. It's it's true. It's true. And while I, I sometimes I have to mention, like I speak from a place of privilege because I think I've had enough success that I'm able to take a vacation I'm able to pay my bills. Is it hard sometimes? Yep, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. But it is a place of privilege where I was given an education. I was able to start up this on my own. And I have the resources to to continue to do this from my own home. I think that's a really big privilege. Um, but it doesn't come without hard work. You know, it no. doesn't. Nobody just gives it to you. Yeah, nobody gave it to you. So work hard, even with all those, you know, blessings that you had in the past what you yeah. call privilege right or, or what your parents gave you the opportunity it's the same here right i mean yeah. educated yeah. good family good background no problems really fantastic start but still you still need to make it on your I'm, own i'm also cool. a first generation immigrant right so i don't know if i remember telling you that i came here when i was 12 as well i had a better start in terms of i had time to acclimate i had time to absorb more so I wasn't quite an adult when I came, but still, it, we still had struggles. We still had, yeah. like, my parents worked all the time. My parents started at the bottom and worked their way up. Like, it's, 
um, that doesn't go, well, it goes unnoticed to others. It doesn't go unnoticed to me. It doesn't go unnoticed to my family. And I'm hoping to pass on, obviously you only hope to pass on the good things to your kids, right? But that's just not how life goes. So while entrepreneurship is a really great opportunity, it's also uh, a way to struggle sometimes. It's like, yeah, "Yeah, but you chose it. Of course I chose it. But you also struggle in your employment. You also struggle with your superiors. Your job could just as easily disappear. Yeah, and Nowadays in the market, the jobs just disappear. However, so I'm like, well, yeah, why stress that way? Like, what are the odds that ten clients will quit on me the same day as you get two weeks' notice? Oh, right. Much less. I feel I've calculated right. the risk actually, right. and I have more control over how I grow this, what I do, and who I work with, and, and for how much money, right? So that's that's yeah. one of my panic scenarios. How did you know? <laughs> Right, I know. It's well, one of the scenarios that <laughs> goes through my head. <laughs> but yeah, you, can, you, you at least hope you have more control. I don't think you do, but at least your brain tells you that you do. In different ways. In but different ways, right? Have yeah. an immigrant background, just as I do, right? We've learned the yeah. hard work. We've learned by to see it, right, and and do and grow with it. And yeah, absolutely, yeah. like. Uh, yeah, helping other immigrants is, is high on my priority list too. There's a lot of people that come up to me in, in the chamber events or other women network events and and we connect differently because, okay, we have an accent. Okay, we're not from here. This is never going to change because I, I don't intentionally, I'm going to go to language classes now and <laughs> figure out how to pronounce right. everything properly, right? right? <laughs> I know. And it's, so, yeah, it's, call me, give me a call. It will be fine. Don't worry. You're already here. You'll be fine. And, and you know, it's, it's a whole different connection. So yeah. Yeah. That's, but that's part of the mental health thing. It's part of the stress load. It's part of the, how do I give back, but also keep myself afloat and not stretch myself thin. Right. And, and we can be, we can be at different points in our lives where like I have a three-year-old that runs around. So it's, it's a different kind of stress. Um, but I also hope at one point that I'm going to be able to give back more and be more involved with the community. That's one of my goals. It's just very difficult for me right now. And I do think about it sometimes about like, Hey, maybe I should be doing more. And then if any of my friends are listening, they always tell me, no, no, you're doing too much already. But in my delusional brain, I'm just like, I'm not doing enough, you know? So that's, that's a real thing. Giving back too and bringing on people that talk about these things, right? Like, yeah, yeah I, I balance is a hard thing. I, I give too much, according to some as well, and and, and then again I'm too tired and burned out, and I have to scale back and do it all again. Like, yeah, according so to your business yeah. coach, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta be careful with with that stretch. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, it, it makes sense. Um, we have here a couple minutes left and I wanted to talk about something happy. The whole thing about negotiating happiness in this platform. It's like we talk about all the things that we trade to be able to have this lifestyle um, or this job or this work or company or whatever you however you want to look at it, whether you're a CEO or a freelancer, right? Like whatever you want to look at it. What are the things that make you happy? Right. So for, for me, it would be travel. For somebody else again and go to um, to the gym, that's just not me. 
So tell me what makes you happy. Travel definitely is one of those big things. I really missed it in the last few years. I'm just getting back to exploring more things that I could do, places that I could go. Um, dogs make me happy. <laughs> I I love dogs. I love you know going out, playing with them, spending the time, hanging out with friends. Um, live concerts make me happy. Um, when that was taken away during pandemic, I, I took it so much for granted for so many years. I was yeah. like, no way. Now I have to go every time I see somebody. I just have to go, right? Uh, right. Lots of things. Art makes me happy. Painting makes me happy. I finally got back to painting last year. Um, That's amazing. I still have yeah. it. That's amazing. I love painting too, and I still haven't. You have to be yeah. at a certain like zen like mind, you know what I mean, to get back to it. Yeah, I, I had a break for about five five, six years, and, and I finally made it a goal last year. No, this ends now. doesn't matter, actually, how I feel and what mind. I just need oh, to start okay. doing it again to overcome that. And yeah. it's a very freeing experience, and I'm nurturing it now. And, yeah, I love it. It's yeah. You work through a lot of stuff when you paint yeah. and, yes. and whatnot. And I, it's, yes. I just it's part of my... Um, mindful practice, I guess, whatever you want to call it, then. Uh, I can get lost in it. Yes, yeah, get lost. yeah. It is yeah, the only yeah. time now that I realized that I don't know how much time has passed when I'm painting, which is so amazing. I'm such an overthinker, as you know. Right. And all of a sudden, two hours went by, and I wasn't worried about this or that, or planning this or that, or overthinking this or that. So, yes, it's painting makes That's me happy. amazing. <laughs> It's and I say this all the time. I came from a my corporate life. We uh, we were in a law firm, so every six minutes or point one of an hour. That's how you bill, right? So yeah. I because that's how I was conditioned to look at time. In I'm always like on a clock, and when I started working for myself, I started billing hourly. I'm trying to. I'm almost. I'm ninety percent away from that model now, but. And it's crazy how much it affects you mentally. So when you do something like that, where you get lost in it and lost for time, you're like, oh my God, what planet am I on? What day is it? You know, you feel so, but it feels nice. It feels nice that you didn't have to justify the 0.6 of an hour that you spent on this or whatever the case may be. That's amazing. And where, where do you want to travel next? Um, Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm hoping to visit my cousin in Florida, actually. So I'll be coming down south soon, hopefully. Um, yeah. Lots of plans. I would love to go to Peru. That is that is a huge bucket list item for me. Almost Same. It's Portugal. Same. <laughs> Maybe we can find I, something. Yeah, I have Peruvian friends. So like I've got an inn that I've known for many, many years. So I'm always like, when are you guys going again? But they all have kids now, too. So it's really hard. But um, they do go for like their family events and whatnot, but that is definitely on my, I mean, who doesn't want to go on the Inca trail? Come on. Right. Right. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Those are really large pocket plants, but then um, more local too. I, I haven't been in DC yet. Uh, Vancouver. I'd like to see Vancouver. I'd like to see Seattle. Um, Nova Scotia would be lovely. So there's, there's lots to do. I feel like I slacked in the last few years. So I need to get back out there and start planning. Yeah. <laughs> I did a whole episode actually on the platform about how to plan your own trip and it might seem easy, but I did it the Adriana way. The like, let's find 
good and reasonable because we can't have one without the other, right? But um, I did a whole thing. There's a spreadsheet involved. There's, you know, there's, there's hacks. There's like do everything on incognito mode. Try and do it on a Tuesday or a Saturday. That kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, um, I, I love it. I actually spent just a bit on an insight of what happens on Sunday nights. I, I wish it happened more often, but it it doesn't. Um, I. I spent like four hours with my friend on Zoom because we couldn't meet up. And um, my kid was running in the background with my parents, just screaming and destroying <laughs> things. So I'm just setting the mood here, right? And I spent four hours booking our um, trip to Croatia and Romania. I, I wanted to go back. I am from Romania, so I wanted to go back and visit my grandma again. And my grandma's never met my son. So I said, let's do it. And my friend just wants to get out of the house. Same thing. She's in a very high stress level environment. She's in the legal industry, right? And she's just like, I just want to go. I just want to go. Let's do it. So we sat there and booked everything. And it was a lot of work. But at the end of it, I'm just like, ah, here's my ADHD brain. I have a perfect itinerary ready to go. <laughs> right? It's like check, 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 check in my brain. But um, that's what makes me happy, right? Like thinking that I'm going to do it. And then I went and did it. Now there's no way around it. It's happening, you know? <laughs> I know, I know. Last yeah. fish trip, I was planning in a rush, so it was not the way I would normally do it. Your style sounds more like my style. <laughs> so uh, I, I was like two weeks away from being in Portugal, and I still didn't have a hotel, so I was freaking out. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. yeah, it was a very uh, yeah. quick decision to go, actually, within weeks. Um, yeah. But yeah. Definitely. I would love to see Slovenia next in Europe. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Nice too. But uh, Iceland is big on my bucket list. I would love to see. Yeah. Iceland I'm just only. throwing this out there, but I was talking to Jen. I know. It's like everywhere. I was just throwing this out there. I was talking to Jen. We're going to hope to run, for anybody that knows, we ran a retreat last year. And Kate was actually on the retreat. Oh, We're yeah. hoping to run it like internationally next year. So hopefully... Awesome. We get to do it somewhere nice and warm if we do it in the spring, and then it if we do one in the summer or or fall, we'll we'll do it somewhere. Um, I mean, Europe is goals, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Stay tuned, everyone. Just join us on our retreat, right? Um, no, we had, we we were having fun planning it, and just the fact that now I'm. I saw my list on my calendar that I'm going away. I feel like it's such a, all right, let's do it. You know, there's yeah. no way around it now. It's happening. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I will enjoy it. It doesn't last long. Thank but you. No. Yeah. I'm going to have to, um, I'm away for about two weeks in a bit, which I haven't been away that long in one period during mm. my business. But I think I'm going to bring my, um, my iPad and do some check-ins and whatnot so I won't be completely off-grid and it's really hard to be off-grid these days especially if you're going to Europe right like if yeah I always bring these my, days. my laptop right and, and plan to work maybe two three hours a day or so just check in move, move projects around or to respond to all that to some yeah. maintenance but yeah it's it's more I bring in on in case of emergency more than actually work work so yeah you can totally yeah. do it I've done it at least three times now going to Europe for two weeks three weeks two and a half yeah. last last year when I went to yeah. Mexico I purposely did not though because I needed yes. that break and it was amazing not having it there not worrying about it it was amazing 
Yeah. It was great. Yeah, you need this. So remember not to work on vacation, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it was, it was really good. But um, just as a personal win, uh, we're getting so we had to fragment our trip in order to stop in many places so that it's more reasonable. So we don't have any return flights, but our flight from Toronto, Canada to split Croatia was under 600 Canadian dollars. No, I was looking at the prices the other day. I was tempted. <laughs> Let me tell you, they're tempting for sure. Yeah, no, I thought it was like 1100 now. So round trip, I was like, oh dear. Yeah, that's But pretty good round trip. Yeah. Round yeah. trip was 1100. Yeah, I was like, oh dear, this is. But uh, I've been there. I, I don't want to go back there right now. So. <laughs> to Croatia? Yeah, I've been twice. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Any yeah. recommendations? <laughs> Split is great. Absolutely. Um, Dubrovnik is very enjoyable too. The We're whole... going there as well. We're taking a flight. It's like a 50 minute flight or something. Yeah. I That cost us 60 Canadian dollars, by the way. $60. Yeah, that is it. In Europe. Yeah. I love yeah. that. That part is amazing. Yeah, I actually really enjoy Split more than Dubrovnik, which is very strange for many people, but somehow I just love the Split vibe more than Dubrovnik. I can see it. Split. Yeah. I can see it. We we plan to be in Split longer than we are in Dubrovnik because it's on the beautiful coast, right? So I definitely can see that. Yeah. You can get up to Serbia and see Mostar. It's definitely worth it. And it's really close. Actually, Bosnia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I will ha we'll have to look, but... Thank yeah. you so much, Kate. We're at the end here of our hour. And I was telling you before in the studio, it's going to go by really fast. <laughs> did it go by really fast? You're always right. It did. <laughs> it did, right? I've uh, I've been doing it since I think about last year in April. So we're coming up on, you know, almost a year. But it feels like a lot longer because I do this every week. So I'm like, ah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. You know? <laughs> Where we keep it pretty real around here, so that that's definitely helpful. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, we should definitely have you come on again. Um, we can talk a little bit more in depth about anything that you've got going on, or um, you know what happens in the world of graphic and web design. I, I always love to know. So um, again, thank you so much, and thank you to everybody that is listening as well. Um, if you didn't catch the whole thing, just remember that we are archived and streaming on most popular platforms. Um, I typically have some SoundCloud link somewhere that you can even listen to in the car. And um, thank you to everyone that was live, that's going to be listening, to Kate. And a big thank you to the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network. Um, and that is it for this week. Have a great one, Kate. Uh, thank you so much. It was so much fun. Uh, looking forward to another one. Amazing. Bye, guys. Bye.